Beyond Belief on Claire FM. Two weeks ago, we had the pleasure of listening to Pius Murray take us on a journey to the burn, as he recalled a beautiful walk he took near his home, where he came across an ancient holy well. This week, we are very fortunate again to hear from Pius about a little-known jewel in our county. Hidden on the side of Schlieve Carn is the hermitage of St. Colman Machdua. Pius will share with us now in story the charm of this deeply spiritual place. This evening, I invite you to join me on a visit to my favourite sacred site in the burn, Colman's Hermitage at Schlieve Carn. As you stand at the entrance gate to the Burren National Park, to the north is Schlieve Carn. To the east is Thurlock Moor Mountain with its Pukas Leaps. To the south is Mullock Moor. To the west is the village of Carron, and beyond it the wide Atlantic Ocean. Encircling is a spiritual practice of the early Irish monastic church, a church that was rooted in desert spirituality. I commence a spiritual walk by inviting walkers to join me in a silent body prayer called the CAM, spelt C-A-I-M. Long ago, people believed that the Spirit comes to us from all four directions. So I asked the walkers to face north, then turning clockwise, face east, then south, then west, and to complete the circle by facing north again. In the Celtic tradition, this drawing of a circle around yourself is a prayer seeking protection and safeguard, a shield against harm when you are setting out on a journey. As you walk along the trail with carpets of burned flowers on either side, at this time of the year, you are struck by the timelessness of the place, a landscape that has hardly changed since Coleman's time. It is a living landscape. John O'Donoghue described it as a landscape that is full of presence. It is a story, and as you retrace the steps of the ancestors, you too become part of that story. And here it is, the entrance to Coleman's Hermitage, sometimes called Coleman's Bed, located at the base of a cliff, Eagle's Rock, at Schlieve Carron. The Hermitage has three main features. A cave. Here Coleman had his bed. You may clamber up the slope and enter the cave during your visit. A holy well. It's a spring well dedicated to Coleman and has a cure for eye ailments. The crystal clear water emerges from the burn rock and bubbles down the slope among moss-covered boulders. An oratory. The ruined oratory or chapel is one of the early historic church sites in the Burn, and it dates to the 10th century. The Hermitage is a place of tranquility under the cover and shelter of a hazel wood. Coleman came here in AD 597 to pursue the ascetic life of a hermit. This was Coleman's desert experience. He was following the example of the Desert Fathers, such as Antony of Egypt, 
a desert hermit in the 3rd and 4th centuries. The Irish word Dishirt means both a sandy desert and a hermitage. The word Dishirt in its English or anglicised form is Dysert. There are over 100 places in Ireland named Dysert. It is evidence that there was a hermitage in that place in the past. The one I'm most familiar with is Dysert near Curafin. In Irish, it is named Dysert Tola, that is, Tola's Hermitage, dating back to the 8th century. So, Coleman was part of a contemplative tradition of holy men and holy women who lived in deserts and lived on herbs, water and alms. Coleman came to Eagles Rock for the solitude, the silence and the nature. When I visit Coleman's hermitage, the following lines always come to mind. The footprints of an elder race are here, and memories of an old heroic time, and shadows of an old mysterious faith, so that the place seem haunted, and strange sounds float in the wind. Something many of the holy men and holy women of the early Irish monastic church have in common is that they encountered many dangers, difficulties and obstacles on their journey through life before attaining their goal or purpose. Coleman was no exception to this journey, which is referred to as the heroic journey. I'm inclined to say the heroic journey, it's all our lives yours and mine. Each of you listening can say, I am the real hero in all my efforts to respond to the call to grow and to change in the great adventure which is my life. In keeping with the Anchorite tradition, Coleman spent seven years as a hermit at Schlieff Karen. Seven years is considered to be the fullness of the fullness the required time for a hermit to perfect himself in readiness for his return to community life. This brings us to one of the great stories associated with Conan, the story of the road of the dishes, in Irish, born the meat. So, after seven years, on Easter Sunday, AD 604, Coleman and his servant, having endured a demanding Lenten fast, have little to eat. Coleman assures the servant that the Lord will provide. Meanwhile, Gura the Generous, the local king, is in his fort near Canvara, holding a lavish feast to celebrate Easter. Gura announces to his family and followers, If there is anyone who is hungry in my kingdom and who deserves the food on this table more than we do, I wish that the food would go to them. With that, the dishes and cauldrons of food rose up from the table and flew out the windows and made their way to the limestone paving close to Eagle's Rock. Gura and his family followed at speed to see who was to receive the food. The route that the dishes took is known to this day as the Road of the Dishes. 
the place where the dishes came to rest is of special interest as the marks of the dishes on the limestone paving are to be seen to this day. Gura and his followers arrived, but were rooted to the spot, while Coleman and servant and the servant ate their fill. Subsequently, Gura persuaded Coleman to leave the hermitage and to found a monastery in his kingdom. By AD 615, Coleman had established a monastic site at Kilmacdua near Gort. Kilmacdua means the Church of the Son of Dua. Dua was Coleman's father, his mother was Rena. Today, the ruins of a later stone-built monastery is located there. The story of the Road of the Dishes is written down and preserved in the late 14th and early 15th century Book of Lecan, which comes to us from County Sligo, and it contains stories of early medieval Ireland from AD 400 to 1200. For many years, in the month of June, John O'Donoghue and the English poet David White organised a Celtic pilgrimage in the Burren. David continues to do so since John's untimely death in 2008, although it may not happen this June. Field trips to the sacred sites are an integral part of their pilgrimage. John's favourite site was Coleman's Hermitage. David White was inspired to write his poem, Coleman's Bed, following visits to the hermitage with John. For me, the poem is about self-transformation. John O'Donoghue recognised this sacred site as a place where a transformation of people's lives takes place. Coleman's hermitage is a liminal space, a transitional space, a threshold. I often share David's poem with visitors by reciting it for them at the hermitage. So I will share it with you. Be warned, it's a long poem. And just a little note, the third line of the poem mentions Kevin and the Blackbird's Egg. The Kevin is Saint Kevin of Glendalough. And the reference is to Seamus Heaney's delightful poem, Saint Kevin and the Blackbird. So here goes. Coleman's Bed by David White. Make a nesting now, a place to which the birds can come. Think of Kevin's prayerful palm holding the blackbird's egg and be the one looking out from this place who warms interior forms into light. Feel the way the cliff at your back gives shelter to your outward view and then bring in from those horizons all discordant elements that seek a home. Be taught now among the trees and rocks how the discarded is woven into shelter. Learn the way things hidden and unspoken slowly proclaim their voice in the world. Find that far inward symmetry to all outward appearances. Apprentice yourself to yourself. Begin to welcome back all you sent away. Be a new enunciation. Make yourself a door through which to be hospitable, even to the stranger in you.
See with every turning day how each season makes a child of you again, wants you to become a seeker after rainfall and birdsong. Watch now how it weathers you to attesting in the tried and true, admonishes you with each falling leaf to be courageous, to be something that has come through, to be the last thing you want to see before you leave the world. Above all, be alone with it all, a hiving off, a corner of silence amidst the noise. Refuse to talk, even to yourself, and stay in this place until the current of the story is strong enough to float you out. Ghosts, then, to where others in this place have come before, under the hazel, by the ruined chapel, below the cave where Coleman slept, Become the source that makes the river flow, and then the sea beyond. Live in this place as you were meant to, and then, surprised by your abilities, become the ancestor of it all. The quiet, robust, and blessed saint that your future happiness will always remember. Thank you. Bye for now. May God protect you. This podcast is produced by the Beyond Belief team. Join us on Sunday at a quarter to eight for Sunday prayer and at 9pm for Beyond Belief.